What's up, listeners? Thank you for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is Thursday, September 24th. It is a freaking summer week going down. Thank God it's been the 80s. Go to the beach. It's like a solid day. The sun's super strong around this time of the year. And uh, enjoy the last glimpse of summer before you're back in the cold, miserable, and you know complaining about how cold it is, even though you were complaining about how hot it is. Um, what a night last night. Celtics blew it. They was terrible, 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 terrible defensive game. This team has just been defined by turnovers. The reason why the Heat keep winning is because we turn the ball over more than 20 times in a game, and they only do it once or twice. We saw the non-existence of Jason Tatum um, just literally lay a stinker and resurrect himself in the second half, which was all great and all, but you know you need that dagger coming out you know, in the third quarter, second quarter, you, you need that energy. And he just, he laid a stinker. He had four fouls going into the fourth quarter with like, you know, nine minutes left. I think it was might've been in the third quarter, who knows, but frustrating loss. Every loss that the Celtics have lost has been by them beating themselves. And they beat themselves last night with just awful, awful defense. You had Kemba Walker guarding Tyler Harrow. And this guy just played the greatest game of his life. And that's not to knock him. He's got talent, but we made him look even better with just having the worst defense I've ever seen played on someone. I mean, 37 points or whatever it was last night, just embarrassing. I mean, you know, we all are the worst thing about the Celtics. And I I will say that the the um, the bubble sucks and it's got to have an effect on people. And I think that the bubble has an effect right now on just everybody. It's not the same intensity without the fans. It's just a weird year, and it sucks because we've had we're having one of our best teams ever playing, and it's just really fucking frustrating that we can't win these games. Just like we've been up. <laughs> Talk about a tease. I mean, this has just been so annoying, and I don't know what else to go off that. I mean, I think everyone else knows how I feel. I'm just speaking to the masses when I say it, but Jalen Brown had a great game, he played great D, you know, Marcus Smart again, like, stop shooting these fucking three-point shots, when you shoot these shots, it it just ruins the the momentum, and you're not, you know, Robinson or Harrow or Jalen Brown, you know, you're not any of these guys, stop shooting threes, play defense, you know, play in your lane, you know, they said Brad Stevens at the end of the second half, you know, step up. And they weren't step, like, I mean, yes, did we have somewhat of a run where we kind of gave it to him at the end? Yes. But the whole game was just sh- shitty basketball. You know, Marcus Smart shooting just threes out of his asshole. And it was just a frustrating game to watch him play. Uh, I was just really pissed off. Gordon Hayward was non-existent either. I'm not going to give him any sort of... Uh, escape from this game either he, he did okay but it wasn't anything special he, he showed up at some key moments but to say he was dominant was not true and just turnovers 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 you have jimmy butler playing like shit leaving it up to his uh supporting cast and you just can't get this together because you're literally handing the fucking game to them and i'll go off that that just pisses me off so and better news you got the red Sox who have won their third straight game and they've scored a shit ton of runs doing that and had good pitching. 
And there's some young guys that have started that look decent. And Rafael Devers is hitting his doubles that are low and inside. And you got, you know, Bobby Dahl back again, stepping it up, doing his thing. And they're winning games. And Michael Chavis is having some pop fly RBIs, you know. So it sucks because we could tank and get a good pick. But I still like to wake up in the morning and see them winning games. And there's a lot of good guys on that team that need to play good baseball to keep themselves around for next year. So you, you just can't. That's a pussy. Sorry. That's a shitty way. Excuse my French. That is a shitty way of doing anything just tanking for a a pick like what's wrong with you do you not care about your fans i still wake up in the morning and check the sock score yes am i a loser most likely but i will see how they did i'll watch to see who hit home runs i enjoy baseball i enjoy seeing a ball go 400 feet over a fence it's in it's in it's very frigging aesthetically pleasing to me to just see a ball perfectly hit and a team lose or a team win or whatever okay so to, to be like Jared Carabas and badmouth the Red Sox because they're not tanking enough, stop, dude. You're not a real fan if you're saying that. I mean, yeah, are you rooting for their best interest on getting a good draft pick? But we're fans, and we want to see wins regardless. They're, you just can't have that. And if any team, of any organization, of any sport ever did that, you can go fuck yourself because <laughs> you're a shitty person for your fan base. So... I'm excited for next year because you know what? Next year is going to be extremely amazing. We have a Corona vaccine that's just going to make us somewhat forget the trauma of 29, uh, 2020. And we all can kind of get back to our lives again with the vaccine. And it's it's just we all have to now anticipate it and look forward to it. I'm going to throw a vaccine party somewhere where I'm going to have 50 of my friends and it's just going to be a, a rager. And we're all just going to uh, share the same cup. And, you know, just just break every social distancing rule whatsoever, not when the vaccine comes out. So next year, yeah, I mean, you got a rebuilding year. Sox will get a decent pick because they suck this year. And they'll have a, the fans in the stadium. We'll have, we'll still have Xander. We'll still have Bogart, um, Devers. We'll still, we'll have a, a baby Dave, uh, Bobby Dahlback to have the whole year. We're probably going to get rid of Chavis unless he takes like a $200,000 contract. And we're going to get some pitching. So, you know, I am a glass half full kind of person. You should be in life because then you just become a, a just a shitty person to be around. You're miserable and no one likes pity parties. I hate to break it to people, but no one likes anyone that has pity parties for themselves or other stuff because there's always you, you, you have a better life than someone else in the world. So for you to just mope around and think, you have the worst life or you're so fucked you're just not and then what happens is everyone gets tired of you whining and they don't want to hear about it so i'm not gonna go for this whole you know pity party bullshit um i don't even know where i'm going with this but the red sox will have a good year and we're all gonna look forward to you have to look forward to this kind of shit because it can't get any worse it's like i do this all the time i'll have a job that sucks right and i'll work my balls off but guess what it won't get any worse i get another job this job's way fucking easier and that's downhill and i'm making more money so consider 2020 that fucking job that sucked but you got through it and then 2021 comes around swinging its dick and we're back in fucking action so i'm looking at the red sox season the same fucking way okay we got enough money in this organization to rebuild this team and get it out of this fucking 
ash that it is in right now. And I am happy when they win three games. So that's my take on these fans that want us to fucking tank or the Trevor Lawrence tanking talk or the Patriots or all that other shit that, you know, it's just, you are not a real fan if you feel this way, genuinely feel this way. All right. So, you know, Pat's again, we talked about this in my 8 a.m. podcast I did, which was wicked early. Uh, they're hot and Cam Newton's playing like Cam Newton in Madden 19 and he's just doing his thing. We have a hard game against the Raiders next week. We cannot rule that game out. They're just as good. Like, this is the team that John Gruden has been searching for, at least to start. We'll put, this is the start John Gruden's been searching for for a very long time. So, it's going to be, like, that's it. You get one great, great loss, get out of jail card. I'll give you two, maybe, to the Chiefs, which you'll play this year, and maybe the Ravens. All right, we'll give you three great losses. But that's it. You don't get any more passes. You lose the Raiders, and you're back at, like, shitville. And we have to remember, the Pats lost that game by three yards and a starting running back whose dad died before the game. So, if anything, the Patriots were huge underdogs going into that game. This is just like, you don't, I mean, if anyone played professional or just organized sports, you know that, you know, your first team is everything you practice, everything you do. And when you lose someone from that first team, it fucks everything up. And... You know, the running game wasn't doing anything. It was really Cam's running game. But, you know, Burke had had some nice runs and there was a couple of good plays. But the only thing that stands out to me is Cam, this dude Bird. Edelman had a crazy game. Um, Nikhil Harry got hot at the end. But the running game was non-existent. So we could have beat that team with James White. So I'm hoping, you know, I don't know. How does that work? Like when you're a professional athlete and you have such a tragedy, do you take bereavement or... So that's interesting, and the fact that they do go back and play is still fucked up, too, because it has an effect on the athletes. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, it sucks for James White, and I didn't address it in my last pod, but it, it definitely makes things interesting to have him back. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, this guy, he's like, uh, he's such a great passing running back. You know, you just dump the ball to him, and he'll get you 10 fucking scrap yards or run you a touchdown from the 20. It's, it's He's definitely a guy that's been a core for us. He's not egotistical he'll take the money whatever they give him he loves being a pat he'll be one of those guys that'll end up coaching the coaching with the team later in his life he's just one of those guys who's always stuck around and um we gotta add him to the sunday's game this is a big game for them and we're back in football again it's only a few like i love thursday night games i will i will say that people you know the, the coaches belichick hates it he says but thursday night games are where it's at you can just I mean, you only get, what, two days of no football and then you're back watching football again? That's great. I mean, I wish it was Friday and Saturday. I was hoping college football got canceled so you could have games on Saturday as well. So you can have, like, three games on, you know, so you wouldn't have to miss any games with the the TV rights. That would be a win-win. They should do that anyways. But, you know, players union and all that bullshit, whatever. So, I'm on my way back. I needed some flannel, you know, I, I realize that the greatest place on earth is Walmart. There's no judgment. You can wear whatever you want. No one cares because that's where the standards are. And that's fine. I'm not being judgmental. I think that's great. If I want to walk in with fucking gym shorts, slippers, and a, and a wife beater, like I'm blend, you know, I'm, I can, you can do whatever you want. Walmart, there is no dress code. It's incredible. Besides wearing a mask, 
you know, and even you can find some good Walmart masks that will blend in with your SpongeBob shirt that you're wearing and your pajama pants. So that was fun. I got some flannel, 20 bucks, you know, I'm coming to terms with that. I need a little, you know, a little more bagginess. It's a little more comfortable to have a little baggy. You know, I'm getting back to the 90s. The style's back in. So, you know, that's what I'm doing. That's what I did. It was a nice uh, little stop at Walmart. I'm heading back to the house. Put my more projects together. I stained the trim of my couch. That's another project. And we're doing other shit. Now we're actually, I'm going to be doing this because I like it. But we bought this um, bedroom dresser at Wayfair. And we're gonna, we're gonna actually, well, I'm gonna put like a, it's like a vinyl wood grain over the shelves. You can do a lot of stuff. I learned a lot from my friend's wife and she just like set it up and then taught everyone how to do it. And we've just been doing crazy stuff. And again, game productive. Today's a month, no drinking. So pat myself on the back. I'm gonna have a a celebratory Heineken Zero uh, tonight while I'm watching football. So that's about it. I hope everyone has a good weekend. There's uh, some interesting stuff coming up with the Celtics. We'll see if they... I think they can win this series. I'm saying that because I'm a fucking townie. But I think that the Celtics can still win the next game and make this somewhat of a series. We'll see. I mean, they have to win two straight games. But that's not... This this team... They have to win three straight games, actually. Yeah, we're, we're pretty screwed. But this team is special. And with... Agubayu, whatever, Aquafina, I don't know what this guy's name is, but with him, he looked like he like broke his arm last night. If he's out, then it'll be an interesting next game. Because Brad Stevens too good to get swept like this. It just can't happen to him. And I don't think it will. So hope everyone stays safe and we'll be interested to talk about the Celtics. I will do another pod Monday morning to go over the Pats game. Have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. Peace.